Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to The Everything is Black and White, a Newcastle United podcast brought to you by Chronicle Live. We are the only place you need to come for all the up-to-date news about your club. We have a panel of expert writers who have covered the club for many, many years. We have legends of the game who also join us as special guests as well as writers from further afield. Hit that subscribe button and get your weekly update of Newcastle United. So some exciting news about our podcast. We're now hosted on the Global Player app. Don't worry if you get your podcast from Apple, Spotify or Acast. You can still get them from that platform. But we do recommend that you download the Global Player app. It's available in iOS or from the Google Store. Hello, welcome to Chronicle Live on Facebook. Joined here by our Chief Sports Writer, Lee Ryder. Another busy few days for you, Lee, for Newcastle United fans to um, keep on top of. Can you just give us your latest understanding then of where this Newcastle United takeover is, uh, where the Premier League test is at, the, is at the moment? I think the Premier League test is coming to the sort of very latter stages of it now. And basically the people who are in the running to take over Newcastle United, uh, they're confident that they're going to get the green light. Uh, it will then be a case of the funds being transferred into Mike Ashley's account. And then that should um, mark the beginning of a, a new era. Fingers crossed. And lots of uh, kind of dates flying about, lots of claims flying about when we might get an announcement. Um, you wrote this morning that whenever that announcement is, it's likely to come at once through kind of a, a joint statement. But the reality is that the paperwork, um, eventually that will all get signed off. Eventually the money will, will go into the account. And I think if you go back to when Manchester City were taken over, I think it was something like from the date it became known it was agreed. I think it was about 22, 23 days after that. So we're, we're kind of heading into that time now. You have got a lot of people who are desperate to get this story. That they want to be first. They want to be able to say, I told you so. I'm a bit like you. I'll try to avoid all that and just let it go through the go through the process. And then when that eventually um, the statement eventually comes out, it'll be a joint one. We'll probably be told there'll be an embargo on it. We'll say get your laptops fired up. Five minutes time. Um, this is going to get announced, and then and then we'll know a little bit almost like when Mike Ashley bought the club or bought Freddie Shepherd's shares uh, back in 2007. Quite interesting that you mentioned Mike Ashley buying the club, you know, from Freddie Shepard and Sir John Hall. When he came in, everyone was very excited. You know, he was—he still is a very rich man, but he was a very rich man back then as well. Um, lots of excitement, obviously, over the, over the potential new owners. Is there a case where you, you you're kind of warning the fans just to be a bit cautious because we maybe don't want to get too too ahead of ourselves? I think all fans now have, have experienced 
the Mike Ashley era and they know that he's a very difficult man sometimes to predict. Um, we don't know until this is completely rubber stamped and you've got the new owners on the pitch with, with the scarf. Um, we do, we, nobody knows for sure what's going through the mind of Mike Ashley. We've seen uh, an article coming from the United States where Mike Ashley has been in recent times um, about a potential US investor who's interested. I'm led to believe that that is a genuine approach. The only problem is, is that he's probably joined the party that little bit too late. And from his point of view, the exclusivity lies with the Middle East Consortium led by Amanda Staveley. So he would have to wait and see how that sort of pans out. Are there going to be any late hitches? We hope not. But um, it looks like there is, you know, someone late in the day uh, sniffing around Newcastle United and potentially seeing some potential. So it's been an interesting few days, uh, as I say, with, you know, Mike Ashley, very hard to predict, won't speak to any media and it's going to be very difficult. Um, it's going to be very difficult to, to predict and nail down exactly when that day will be. You mentioned there right at the start about that we're kind of coming to the closing stages of the, the Premier League test. We've, we've spoken previously <coughs> about you know, the letters of objection that have gone in the statements from various people. Do you see it now as just a formality? Do you, is it just, do you think the Premier League just simply are just waiting to kind of, I don't know, dot the I's and cross the T's? Is nothing that can get in the way of this now? Well, I've, I've seen a lot of letters and you've got to take some of them very seriously um, because they, they are talking about serious issues. And at the end of the day, uh, the Premier League will have to, you know, pay that the full respect in terms of they will have to take a look at what, what the, the nature of these complaints are. But realistically, um, in the past, nothing like that has ever stopped a new owner acquiring a club. Um, they've all gone through. Very few people, if you take a look, very few people have failed uh, owners and directors test. It's always boiled down to, do you have the money? Can you transfer this huge amount into the into the seller's bank account and if you can't, then these deals can't go through. If you can, it's yours. And Mike Ashley's been trying to, he has held up for sale for a long time. He obviously has wanted everything on his terms, exactly like he has with every transfer, uh, every player coming in. It's always had to be on his terms, always, always walked out the room. So I think that's why fans are nervous. Lots of uh, links to various players, various managers. Uh, Philip Coutinho, one of them, and lots of talk about Steve Bruce's future. Is it too early to be kind of delving into that properly and saying, you know, Newcastle are going to be targeting Coutinho and Newcastle are going to be getting rid of Steve Bruce? Is the, has the focus got to be on, first of all, just getting the keys into the, you know, into the hands of Manus David? Yeah, I think once this goes through, I, I can't see the, the, the takeover deal going through and then the manager... Um, changing on the same day. I don't think that will be the case. We've had different suggestions. I mean, the Pochettino stuff is is, is quite big um, in terms of a story, but we also heard from other sources saying that Steve Bruce will get at least those nine games, you know, and I think Steve Bruce will probably deserve that. Uh, he's had a decent season. When, when this whole season got suspended, Newcastle were eight points 
above the relegation zone. Um, in fact, they haven't been in the relegation zone since last October, long before the situation were now unfolded. Quarterfinals of the FA Cup, yes, Manchester City were lying in wait. Um, standing in the way of that you know, potential trip to Wembley, which sadly doesn't look like anybody's going to get that now, regardless of, of, of what happens. Games are going to be behind closed doors. So, uh, but looking at the season in isolation, I think Steve Bruce has done a good job. I think he would deserve those nine games in the Premier League at least, see if they can get a steady finish. And then, yeah, that's, you know, sitting down with the owners. Who knows what Steve Bruce would be able to do if he had the uh, final say on players and he got these huge funds and started bringing in some of the names we've seen Newcastle link with. You know, Kevin Keegan was able to motivate the team he had with the entertainers. He had some class players. Uh, but he was able to motivate them. I'm pretty sure Steve Bruce can motivate them. Is he the very best out there? I think even he said that he's not. So I think he would just want a fair crack of the whip. Um, would he get those nine games? I think that would be a fair deal and then see where it goes after that. But yes, I can see some of the managerial names being linked with. They're very uh, exciting prospect for, for supporters, no doubt about it. Well, just to build my question then, uh, Kevin Keegan linked with a return in ambassador's role. I guess if you want someone to kind of sell the club out there on, on the on the dinner circuit or whatever that role would entail, few better people than than Kevin Keegan to to really sell the club. People, I mean, Kevin Keegan was a brilliant manager, a brilliant player, brilliant captain um, for the club. The reality is, um, he's a, he's probably a top PR man. You know, if you as you say, if you want to go around the world selling your cast United. There's, there's few bigger names than Kevin Keegan who's pulled the black and white shirt on. It went horribly wrong for him under Mike Ashley. Um, he, I mean, early on you knew it was going to because Mike Ashley undone his good work straight away, didn't he? He gave Kevin Keegan the job and then he put Dennis Wise above him as a director of football, which was never going to work. Um, and now, would Kevin Keegan be interested in come back? I'm 100% sure he would be because he loves the club would it be in a managerial capacity uh, I can't personally say that I don't know if that's what he wants at this stage of his life maybe maybe he gets carried away with the, the sort of romance of it all again I, I don't know it's, it just seems such an obvious uh, link to, to put put out there but I certainly haven't spoken to him even this year uh, at an event he said that he wanted to uh, you know one day he would come back he, was, he said he would do it differently he said he would invest more in the academy um, he would potentially look at the sort of younger players um, but if someone comes in with a, an open checkbook you, you just never know I'm, sh- I'm pretty pretty sure it's an exciting possibility that's for sure more certainly and just probably what has to happen next pretty <laughs> similar question I think I'm probably going to I know your answer already but what are we looking for what are we waiting for now do you think yeah well I mean <laughs> The Premier League test being passed is the is the first hurdle, um, and then obviously the the money being transferred. And from a journalist point of view, then your phone ringing and potentially being told, as I say, get your laptop ready in five minutes' time could be the biggest statement you are ever going to write, um, or the biggest story you are ever going to cover. But you can't get too carried away. You just have to. You know, as I say, wait and see what happens. You have that sort of situation going on with social media now, totally different to last time Newcastle changed hands. 
didn't really didn't really have social media. Wasn't that much of a big thing. Yes, you used to have the old message boards, didn't you, on on the Chronicle and and things like that. And people used to post rumors on there, but nothing to the scale of your Twitters and Facebooks, where you know this is like a really a powerful tool. I mean, this is going to spread like wildfire when this uh, announcement is made. Um, you're going to see lots of gifts of cans, and you're going to see lots of pictures of fans probably drinking a full can in, in one go. They're going to be that excited. Um, but we have to wait and see. We can't get ahead of ourselves. We need we need this confirmation now. Been waiting for it for a long time. And as I say, as you mentioned, Mike Ashley, you just can never judge him. And has he got yet another twist or turn to, to throw in there? I, I, I genuinely hope not. And this is the start of a positive thing. But until, until you see that new one on the pitch with a scarf, I, I think it's very wise to, to stay grounded, even as hard as it is. Though. Well, thank you very much, Lee. We will bring you all the latest to Cast Night and News. You just got to head over to Chronicle Live to follow Lee and Mark and Kieran and the, and the rest of the gang. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs>